Walking to the window of my mind Reflections of the fears I know I've left behind I step out of the ordinary I can feel my soul ascending I'm on my way Stop me now And you can do the same Yeah What have you done today To make you feel proud It's never too late to try What have you done today To make you feel proud Welcome to Leadership Reflections It's a collection of leadership podcasts by me, Barry Dorr Today we're going to look at um, effective listening and the premise for you is that we can only make progress in life, in relationships and anywhere else if we're able to listen truly effectively. On the various programmes which I teach I often cover listening as one of the subjects, I just think it is so important and I always start by just saying to the group, how good are we at listening? Without failure somebody always says, can you say that again Barry and everybody laughs. I think I've probably been running running this piece of material a hundred times now or more. And it happens about three quarters of the time. And uh, we have a good laugh. There you go. So, my view. Uh, Listening is just so important. I don't think we can make progress anywhere. We can't solve issues. We can't deal with problems. Unless we really understand what the issue is or the problem is or how we need to make progress. And then time and time again, that only comes through effective listening. I just think, though, that it's our ability to listen effectively is one of the least developed of our senses, and so few people really possess that ability to do it consistently uh, and effectively. So what are the barriers? I, I just think there's loads. I mean, there are physical barriers to listening, aren't there? So... If you're in a crowded room or uh, some other interruptions are going on or something else, it's very difficult to listen really effectively. There are many, many more uh, barriers. Often it's us, isn't it? We're too busy. Just, we just groan and look at our watch as the person comes up to talk to us. They know they're going to. Ta- we know they're going to take our time. Maybe at work we've got a meeting coming up in half an hour. If only they wouldn't come and speak to me now. So we go through the pretense of listening or we go through the you know we let them speak to us we're just not focused on them and we're not taking things in that they're saying we're just too busy we're glancing at our watch and in our minds we're thinking about what we've got to do in 20 minutes time or whatever rather than focusing on them i guess one of the biggest barriers to listening is our own closed minds maybe it's prejudices about the person who's come to talk to us oh this person is so boring Here they come again, telling me the same old thing. Maybe we're not interested in what they're telling us, but we just don't really care. Um, Maybe we know the answer. If only they'd shut up, we'll give them the benefit of our experience and just tell them the the right thing to do, etc. But we'll do it by um, wanting to reply as soon as we possibly can. And of course, I said before, that interruptions are a real barrier to effective listening. So you'll say they're sat at your desk and somebody comes up and says... Can I say a quick word? And you are so busy. But you kind of say, yeah, come on. But you're not really focused on, you're not really 
ready. And I guess another barrier to listening is if what we're being told is so complicated, we just lose our way, our mind blanks out. We find it really difficult. So there are so many barriers to really effectively listening. I'd like to propose to you that there are five levels to listening. And you see each of these five levels demonstrated all the time. The first level maybe isn't even an example of listening at all, which is, uh, which is ignoring. Have you ever been ignored? How does that feel? What are the circumstances you might be being ignored? It happens to people all the time. And this is very obvious. You know when you're being ignored because uh, you can just see it. I mean, do you ever talk to somebody on the phone and you can, or you can hear the click of the keyboard on their laptop or whatever where you're talking to them? You know they're not really listening. They're, they're just ignoring you. Or maybe in a meeting you've got something you want to raise and your point is just not taken on board. It's not listened to. In fact, it might even be blatantly ignored. So ignoring might be the lowest form of listening. But then I think we have pretend listening. Pretend listening. Now this is more subtle than ignoring, because at least with ignoring you can see it. But with pretend listening, the person at least is going through the motions of listening to you. We, we know so often they're not really, that they are just simply pretending to listen for some of those barriers reasons that we talk to about and then you have selective listening. It's the third level, selective listening. Now, you, you see this practice a lot in meetings. People have only come because they're interested in two or three items on the agenda. And they'll sit there and nod their heads, but their minds are elsewhere. They're not really listening. So pretend listening and selective listening. So remember, selective listening, maybe they're listening for the bits that are important to them. Maybe they're listening for the right to reply, whatever. So that's selective listening. But then you have attentive listening. Attentive listening is where at least the person is making an effort. Eye contact. They're listening to the words that people are saying. But um, then that actually, at first glance, I'd suggest you sounds pretty good, doesn't it? At least they're making an effort to listen. The, pro the problem when we attentively listen is that so often we're simply listening for the right to reply not for the right to understand. And this is the crucial difference. We're listening for the right to reply, not for the right to understand. And as soon as the other person pauses, we're going to be in there, giving them the answer, giving the benefit of our experience. Now, there are circumstances in which attentive listening is perfectly appropriate. If somebody comes to you for a very quick piece of information, uh, it's completely appropriate to stop an attentive listening, just give them the piece of information and move on. But again, the proposition to you is that time and time again, even attentive listening gets in the way of understanding because we're listening for the right to reply, as I said, not for the right to understand. This material originated for me from um, Stephen Covey again, his seven habits, I know I mention it a lot. His fifth habit is called Seek First to Understand then to be understood and it's the listening habit and its principle which underpins it is that um, diagnosis must always precede prescription diagnosis must always precede prescription how can we possibly give an answer if we don't understand so there's a fifth level of listening and it's called empathic listening empathic listening and the gap between attentive listening and empathic listening is when we're attentively listening we're listening from our own frame of reference for the right to reply 
when we empathically listen, we're listening, doing everything we can to get into the other person's head. We're listening for the right to understand, not merely to understand what they're saying to us, but actually how they're feeling as well. We want to touch on emotions. We want to really, really understand. And there are circumstances in which empathic listening is completely appropriate. When you really need to understand. I would suggest that would be when there is an emotional context for listening. Or when what we're being told is pretty complex. So what's the difference and how can we practice empathic listening? Well, first of all, it's a mindset thing. To me, it's in there in the head. Are we really listening? Are we putting everything into this listening? And do we really want to understand that's a mindset thing. Have we made that leap? And authentic leaders understand, know how important this is, and they make that transition. They listen to understand. They make sure the conditions are right for listening. The physical conditions are right. Their mind is right. And they really go for it. So how could you practice empathic listening more? You can. You, you can practice this. This is a skill which we can learn. Think about it this way. Say somebody's talking to you. They've come to see you at work or a friend. They've begun to outline their problem to you. This is the issue that I've got, they'll say. Begin to outline it. The first thing is to really focus on what they're saying, not just trying to, through a commitment to understanding, not just waiting for the chance to interrupt and the chance to reply. So we really, really focus on what they're saying. And what we try to do, or what we do do, and this seems a bit strange at first, we avoid asking them any questions. What's the problem with asking questions, you might say? Well, surely we can gain understanding through doing that. Yes, we can. The problem is that if we ask some, if somebody's explaining an issue to us, and we come in with a question when they pause, what that can do, even though we've asked it with the best of intentions, it can through the, uh, throw the other person off their kind of uh, thought pattern. We can send them off in a different direction. It can interrupt them. So actually, why don't we try instead to avoid asking questions? But what we might do instead is play back some of the words that we hear. So if they give us a sentence, we might play back the last three words or so. That sounds quite patronising, but in fact it isn't. It's just um, a great way of just letting the other person... Stay in control of what they're telling us. Take a step back and then carry on telling us. And, if, and again, if you get a gap, if the, if the conversation does pause, but you know the person wants to carry on speaking, just let the gap run. Well, I don't think we like silence in our culture, and it can be a bit uncomfortable, but I think if we let the gap run, the other person will begin to speak again fairly quickly and begin to outline their issue some more. So we can... Um, let gaps run. We can play back some words. You know, we can use some ways of doing it like that. Now, eventually, the person is going to reach the end of their issue. They're not going to talk forever. Now we need to check that we understand. How can we do that? Well, we can play back part of it. We can say, so, in summary, I understand that you are saying that he said this on this today. Then this happened and that led to this, and this is how you're feeling about it. That enables the person who is doing the talking to say, yeah, actually, yeah, he does understand me. Or, no, you've just got this bit wrong, because I haven't understood yet, and, and take us back over a particular place. That's the point 
when if it's appropriate, and this is important words, when it's appropriate, but only if it's appropriate, we can begin to um, seek ways forward with them. But you know, the person may not have come to you for a solution. They may just want to talk. And if you think about it, this is all powerful. Think of it from both sides. Think of a relationship at work or outside work, which is um, not going in the right direction, which is a bit strained. Can you imagine the sheer power of two-way listening? Both being really, truly willing to listen to the other with an open mind because they want to understand. I guarantee you that if that was the case, so many issues which have got stuck would move on, would make progress. So empathic listening isn't appropriate in every instance. There are times when attentive listening is absolutely fine. I mentioned uh, information before. Somebody comes to you and says, I want the toilet. You do not need to say, I sense you're uncomfortable. Tell me more. Actually, first one left is fine. If somebody comes to you and says, fire, there's a fire. I don't think you need, I don't think you need to say, gosh, I sense your heart. Just tell them where the fire exit is. But, joking apart, there are many, many instances in relationships, work and outside work, where there can be some real long-term benefits to attentively, just not just attentively listening, but empathically listening as well. So I commend it to you. Somebody out there at this very moment wants a damn good listening from you. It's a way that will take things forward and gain them real benefit. Give them that uh, space to listen. Practice some of these techniques of uh, empathic listening. And most of all, focus on listening for understanding, not just for the right to reply. Good luck. That was a podcast from my um, Leadership Reflections uh, suite of podcasts, which you can uh, access in total now and on Spotify and at many other sources. Uh, I'll be back soon. Until then, thank you. And bye-bye. So